0: and salutations, my ladies, gentlemen, and other fine-upstanding people out there. Nemo Octavius Winham is hijacking these audio vibration waves and coming through your walls once again to bring you the moistest updates through the cracks. Now I know you've heard about the biggest heist in town since the last great train robbery, but sources say dangerous outlaws are still out there hiding in the cracks. Our friends at Blackwater refused to acknowledge what was stolen, but oh boy! there's enough steam blowing out of their ears they'd be ready to pour your morning tea beware outlaws of the cracks there can only be more brass headed your way until next time rebellious gentle folk of the waste stay classy stay practical and stay dangerous <coughs> Oh my friends, you know that you are the outlaws mentioned in the radio broadcast that has come through the the vibrations of the the building you're staying in. What does the like what does your hideout look like? What are what are some cool facets of of where you are? Anyone may jump in whenever you feel.
1: <laughs> I think Shelly has like dug little hidey holes out in the ground, like she's made little like Uh, little like semi-bunkers to to kind of like you know oh we need to hide real quick let's you know let's let's dig these little holes and 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 they have little like junk as trap doors to like you know keep people people safe
2: and i think there's also uh salvage scrap everywhere because the minute they basically made this their hideout tobias has like uh quickly overtaken a good portion of it for his workshop where he is continuing to tinker. Um, You see like half-constructed, vaguely humanoid uh, mechanical constructs uh, laying around in various states of completion and disrepair.
3: Um, and then I think in uh, Wilder's corner, since this seems to be a very eclectic space, um, <laughs> she has uh, she's put little trophies from her previous uh, from her previous exploits around, um, and probably has some uh, some less than legal job listings that she also uh, keeps around, and then just you know different. Um, pieces of scrap that she can use to repair her armor that she always wears, uh, since she has this, like, cobbled-together, um, sort of, like, steampunk, nautical-themed, you know, armor. Um, yeah. Right. I think,
0: I think I've lived at this house at college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something I want to I wanna point out from what you've said, um, you've mentioned that there's just scrap just all over the place. Uh, you're right, there is, and it's because uh, the, the three of you are just coming down from a big dramatic fight with the brass units that were sent after you immediately. So not only is it just regular scrap uh, laying around, it's also the remnants of these steampunk, uh, soldier bodies. Um, and as you're sort of, like, resting here in this- this place that- that is currently your home, um, you're sort of, like, thinking over the- the cool fight you've just done and taking in the victory of it. Uh, tell me about the cool things you did during the fight.
1: I think, uh, so, during the fight- uh shelly like they're 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 driving away from the, these guys and i imagine there's like these two like it's a car chase scene right and at one point shelly like jumps out and just like very quickly sort of burrows these like trenches in the road behind them so like the cars uh do the dukes of hazard thing where they like hit the um they hit the ramps and hit the thing and just, like, fly off the road into, like, the distance. So, like, you see this explosion of um, gears and stuff flying out behind her. And then she has to, of course, run and get back in the car, which is a little harder for her because she's kind of bulky, so... <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that um, Wilder, upon seeing that, got, like, kind of kind of jealous because she's kind of a she's kind of a hot shot here um so she is probably going to try to like one up something that shelly did um and kind of like make herself known by doing it um so i think that she's going to she's going to like try to um hmm, how do i want to do that?
2: how do you want to do this
3: Nicholas. <laughs> um wrong show uh, <laughs> i love
1: how we got our first nicholas not even in the first five minutes yeah.
3: he, j- he got it He's... just for speaking honestly yeah honestly <laughs> he knows what be. he did yeah. um, why am
2: i surprised
3: <laughs> I, I i think that um Oh man, I kind of want to embarrass myself and that's why that's why I kind of like do it. Do yeah, it. <laughs> I think that she tries to like get out on like top of the car or something and take like a really like really risky shot at like the leader or something. Um and like totally mess up but also almost fall and like have to be like safe. <laughs> and be kind of bitter about that. <laughs> oh, sweetie, <no>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I could see her, so I could see her, like, falling off as Shelly is getting back up, and Shelly yeah. just uses one of her, like, giant claw hands, because her hands are, like, ridiculously big, because they're big burrowy claws, uh. and just kind of scoops her and tosses her back up as she's, like, climbing up the bumper.
2: Would this be a good opportunity <laughs> to describe what our characters look like in the scene?
3: Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go I guess uh, Wilder <laughs> is uh, she's a uh, she's the Mandalorian but uh, yeah. like nautical steampunk like I said um, she wears head to toe um, armor she's like you know human so she's like somewhere in the like mid five foot range um, and she just has this like uh, vaguely like you know cowboyish so she has like a like sort of poncho thing that she wears, but uh, mostly just like armor made out of like different scrap and a helmet that she wears just about all the time when she's uh, fighting and doing stuff.
1: Shelly is an armadillo person. That's the best way to describe (laughs) it. I still haven't haven't decided if she's a human mutated into an armadillo or if she's an armadillo mutated into a humanoid. But regardless, she has like the large snout of an armadillo and and the, the cute pointy ears, they're notched. Um, you know, from just years of being out in the wastes. Um, she's got these big, like, digger claws, which look, even on her hands and her feet, which just look absolutely ridiculous because they're, they're like twice the width of of her arms. So they just are super bulky and awkward, um, to the point where her rifle is actually modified so that she can squeeze the trigger because, you know, on a normal rifle she would have so much trouble. She wears a cowboy hat, but coming from roughly her, um, eyebrows all the way down her back is this, like, cascade of braided hair that is almost, like, chitinous to some degree. Like, it's super hard and makes, like, this kind of, like, shell around her. Um... But it's, like, mobile and sort of like a curtain, so it's kind of, like, wavy and and neat and, you know, action-y. She's got a... uh, She always wears her duster, um, but her duster and her cowboy hat and her clockwork gun are covered in these almost Lisa Frank-like stickers. Like, there's unicorns and rainbows. You know, like... um, This very, like, absolutely goofy-looking stickers that, that... nobody knows where she got them from. Like, they're... Somewhere out there, she found this book of stickers and was just, like, piled them on her. Um, And every time she gets a new, like, kill, because she's kind of got the sniper vibe, she'll put a new sticker on. Badass. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um...
2: (laughs) All
1: right, Nick,
0: tell us how cool you are. (laughs) Sure.
2: Well, uh, I guess, um... I guess like by uh, uh, process of elimination I'm driving which is probably (laughs) a terrible idea looking (laughs) at my character sheet (laughs) Uh, so uh, there at the um, at the wheel of our vehicle is a um, posh looking gentleman that's entirely made out of mismatched metal Um, bits of Uh, copper and brass and iron and uh, are pieced together to create this spindly looking uh, uh, automaton the steampunk like robot um, that uh, appears to be um, some sort of like professor or Uh, like steaksman of some sort. Uh, He has a a top hat um, that is just made out of metal and is part of his head Um, a monocle and a mustache that is just also metal and just part of his face Um, and uh, the actual only bits of plating on his torso um, are just his like vest and cravat Um, under from like the bottom of like the vest Uh, he doesn't actually have like an abdomen it's just like the open um, clockwork and steam-powered innards. Um, and he's driving and just goes, I do not understand why you put me at the wheel. This seems like the worst decision. Um... And I think uh, as, like, he's turning around to, like, talk to his companions behind, he accidentally runs over, like, two brass robots. Um, (laughs) And I think one of their heads just lands, like, right on the passenger seat. And he gets distracted and picks it up. And he's like, "No, I am still flabbergasted how similar these designs are to mine.
1: Sugar, (laughs) keep your hands on the wheel. What?
0: (laughs) I... I'm obsessed. Although I do have one question um, for, for Tobias. Mm-hmm. Um, what music does he have on the radio?
2: Oh, what music does he have on the radio? Um, <laughs> great question. Uh, NPR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it is uh, uh, classical music.
0: Okay, I like it. I'm just imagining this like frantic harpsichord uh-huh. as as the the three of you are are, are running away from this heist uh, situation. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I I I I love it. I'm it's perfect. Ten out of ten sequence. <laughs> um, so now that you are in back back at your hideout, you've acquired some junk from the people who are chasing you now that they've been um, decommissioned, I guess, let's say
2: (laughs) liberated.
0: What is the sort of process that the three of you use to scavenge through um, junk and parts now?
2: Um, I think Tobias is kind of doing his own thing, regardless of what the other two are doing. And that's like kind of almost obsessively um, pulling apart uh, the robots and like kind of sorting them into like components uh, by like, like components, like, hands and legs and, you know, internals and, uh, joints and, uh, steam ducks and stuff like that. And he's like, just kind of muttering to himself, uh, the whole, the whole time.
1: I think Shelly is trying to help him, but she's just like brute forcing things apart with her claws. She's <laughs> like grabbing, you know, a torso and just oh, like, oh, she- oh, she- <laughs> she- she- no, please, I,
2: uh, you, it's, it's if you, if you lift that part up right now, it'll cause these parts to spill out and then there's going to be a lot of work and then I'm going to lose track of them. And, um, just here, let me take that off of you. And, uh, th- th- I appreciate your help. I really do.
1: Hon, you're going to blow a gasket if you don't calm down just a little bit.
2: Uh, this is a strange, uh, turn of phrase, but, um, I appreciate your concern. I'm, I am fully in control of all of my functions. Uh, and he says that there's, like, uh, a, a tiny, um, steam tube in his neck bursts and it's psss- and he just puts a hand up on it with, or like one finger on it to stop it without like turning his head away or anything
1: and Shelly just kind of like shakes her head and then she goes to like counting um, brass guys and like counting out stickers and it's probably funny because she's doing it sort of in front of Wilder like mm-hmm. so she's counting out like one, two, three, four and then she'll look up and grin and just add a fifth one
3: <laughs> um you, so you can't see Wilder's expression, but it's almost like in a cartoon where you can sort of see the storm cloud. <laughs> <above> <laughs> <her>. <laughs> 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 Um, I think that Wilder during all of this is sort of like looking for um, pieces that she can use to like repair her armor and uh, pointedly ignoring Shelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also making a pile of like stuff that she thinks is useful and stuff that she thinks is trash. Um, but probably the piles are getting like commingled pretty badly. Because I'm kind of imagining they don't have like a ton of space. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but yeah.
2: Tobias is frequently taking things out of the trash pile.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And like, I think it's, I think it's a funny image because like Shelly has these giant hands, but they're these little tiny stickers and she's like very, very delicately, like trying to pick them up and and put them in the right place. But it's like, she's moving super (laughs) slow. So
3: cute.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, let me tell you what you find that's really interesting. Um, Shelly, as you're sort of just, like, ripping things apart, trying to to open up for parts for Tobias, um, you notice something that is not like the other inside guts of these people spill out into the floor. Um, it's a tube, a a metal tube-looking kind of thing.
1: She, uh, picks it up and sniffs it, um, because that's just what she does. Uh, Just kind (laughs) of looking like, what does it smell like? Like, what, what, um... Is there anything unusual about how it smells, like a chemical that's used in it or something?
0: Oh, that's the kind of strange thing about it. You, you, you can smell sort of like the grease and the lubricants that are used to keep the, the joints of the robots all, all nice and uh, mobile. But this feels remarkably clean for everything else that is inside of these
1: um, brass units normally. She'll, uh, she'll turn around and she'll go, Uh, Tobias, she'll what, go, what in the world is this?
2: um tobias will uh set down the the pieces that he was fiddling with um his head turning to look uh completely independently of his body uh (laughs) like his shoulders doesn't move so it's this very unnatural body language uh and then his shoulders will turn while the head stays perfectly uh still to to match and he'll take a few steps over and take it and examine it um what can i learn about this uh by giving it a close examine
0: so, I know that, unbeknownst to your your friends here, that Tobias is having some memory issues. That is correct. Um, does he mostly remember, like, how society works and normal things in society, or is it just, uh, is it is his memory loss more of, like, a big chunk of that also.
2: Oh, no, but of course, he, he lives, uh, he remembers, um, everything that, of what it was like to, um, to be, you know, uh, a member of the society. He was, in fact, uh, is, in fact, a, um, just your normal, uh, human tinker and professor. Um, you know, he, yes, he's familiar with, uh, normal human society.
0: Okay, then you know exactly what this is. And let me Google real quick, because I think it has a technical name, but I do not know what it is. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, Tobias's memory kind of falls apart a little bit uh, towards some specific events. <laughs> There's some dots that are not connected, but uh, no, he remembers, uh, like, his his life and childhood and all that stuff.
0: Okay, so you know from Just Society that this is a music box cylinder. Um and you you know based on sort of like the specific material it's made out of it doesn't play music you know that there is a rumor um in the valley that uh blackwater will send secret messages on these things
2: it appears to be a music box cylinder but perhaps one that is more for the conveyance of information rather than melody
1: can we sell it
2: I would very much like to know what's on it first, at the very least.
1: She'll she'll hand it over to him. Yeah, you know, or she I guess he already grabbed it, sorry. And and she'll just kinda of look at it and she'll go, Well, that's a that's what you do, honey. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you to it. Very well.
0: And Wilder, while you're sort of like moving through parts yourself, you find a weird looking machine that sort of looks like the steampunk version of a walkman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, she kind of, like, looks at it and looks at the cylinder. Do they look like they go together, maybe? They certainly do. And she's like, hey, what about this thing? Like, does this do anything to it?
2: Um, Wilder, you're a genius. Um, and, uh. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, Tobias is going to go over and, like, this is precisely the device we need to in, uh, decode the information upon the cylinder.
3: Alright, well then, do it.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, just takes it out of your hand and carefully <laughs> and, uh, the cylinder into the box.
1: Nothing happens. Are you sure you put that together, Raihan? Does it have a power source? Does
2: there a crank? Is there... Uh, I start, like turning it over in my hand and already start to like mentally just deconstruct the whole thing and like begin picking at the little bits at it i hit it a little bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so you notice that there is a tube on the the very end of this um that looks like it is empty And knowing what you know, especially, um, Tobias, about how your your own machinery works, um, it probably needs a little bit of water to run.
2: Hmm. This appears to run on water, just the same as the brass units do. This was technology I was experimenting with. I'll have you know. I say, from my robot body, that is clearly also run on steam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, uh, actually, um... Am I able to just kind of like absentmindedly reach up um, and almost disconnect one of my own tubes to siphon some of the water from my body into the device?
0: Um, sure. I I'm trying. I, I feel like this should be
3: a dice roll.
2: Okay. Um, um
3: maybe science. Yay, yeah. First roll. Yeah. I'm For very good at science. I'm very For good at tools. Oh yeah, our tools. That's true. Um, what? And Cause and
2: my look is also steampunk, so
3: right.
0: So so I I would definitely say you can use um a a look a style die on this. Okay. Um, and I'll let you use either style or science or tools. I will leave that up to you.
2: Sure. Um, I'll. They're the same for me. They're both d tens. And um, I think uh, my multi-tool, which is just built into my hand, like you see as I reach up, my hand actually like deconstructs itself, um, kind of bifurcating between the middle and ring finger and splitting and little implements. uh, One looks like a Phillips head screwdriver and like basically like Swiss Army hand uh, opens up and uh, folds over on itself. And I use that to just uh, disconnect a coupling Um, on a small steam tube uh, coming, like, out of the cravat collar of uh, my torso, uh, disconnecting it um, and siphoning the water into the device. Um, So that's going to be a D8, a D6, and a D10. Nice. Uh, So remind me, successes are what, Nup?
1: Four plus.
0: Any dice that is four or higher.
2: Okay, so I have two successes.
0: Um. On which dice and what numbers? <laughs> oh,
2: okay. So I got um I got a six and, on the d ten and okay. a five on the d six.
0: Okay, excellent. Yep, those are two successes. What kind of outcomes would you like to buy with those successes?
2: Okay, so um that was science. So I think I do it, and I think um hmm <laughs> yeah, I think I just do it and uh, no blowback.
0: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. You, you, uh, like with extreme finesse because of your, your robotic capabilities, you're able to do this. Like, like it's something you do every day, all of the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and you fill up the little vial in the, the, the totally not a Walkman and (laughs) you see the little, uh, light bulbs on it light up, you know, now that it is powered and ready to go.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of absentmindedly reconnect the tube on my body um, and says ah there Shelly. we
1: are and Shelly kind of makes a face over a wilder it's like this weird like not quite disgusted but more like that's still so weird
2: <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, Tobias is oblivious to this <laughs> um, so yeah then I, I activate it to play the information upon the sphere.
0: Yeah, it starts off with um what is known as sort of like the Blackwater jingle. It's sort of how you know it's really official, and it's uh the sound is pristine enough. You know, this doesn't feel like a bootleg recording, so you have um no reason to distrust that this is not authentic Blackwater um and authentic Blackwater message. Um, it says, "Attention, all brass units. Important discovery." suspected to be at these coordinates. And it lists out a, a, a coordinate list. Please advise old building, dangerous location, structural integrity unknown.
1: Does Shelly have an idea where these coordinates were, considering she's kind of a waste wanderer?
0: She does. She absolutely does. Um, this, this building is not something that the people who live out in the waste don't know about. Um, it's a a building that was unearthed, you know, 10, 20 years ago from the sands, um, and has been looted countless, countless times, um, I'm I'm sure Shelley has pulled important things from it, um, either just, like, good, um, wiring for building things, car parts, all kinds of just old technology, not that any of it is super useful anymore, but can be repurposed. Um, So the fact that there could be something else there makes sense to you, but also is sort of like, but I've been there. I know what's in there. Like, what are they talking about?
1: Shelly just kind of l- thinks about it for a second. She goes, ain't that the old dust shack out there? Like, I've been there a couple times and there's nothing. What would they be looking for? It's all like junk to sell at the market or something. It's nothing incredible or dangerous
3: do you think it's bad info then
1: it's possible i suppose but i mean these brasswater they as dumb as these units are they don't get stuff like that wrong too often
2: now if blackwater is interested there must be something there we're not aware of
1: should we go check it out
2: i thought that was a foregone conclusion
1: well i mean we do have a lot of heat on us right now honey
2: i feel like the temperature in here is quite cool
1: And Shelly will give a look to Wilder that is a very, like, normal look, like, you're gods. Wilder, what do you think?
3: Hey, if we pull something more impressive off, then that leads to better jobs later. Or we get the shit kicked out of us, and uh, we don't do this anymore, so.
1: Honey, when have we actually got the shit kicked out of us? I mean, we come close, but, like, actually losing? Nah, I don't think
3: so. I like those odds, then. Let's do it.
2: And there will no doubtedly be more, um, scrap here er, there for us to salvage. And for me to further my research to someday create a fully autonomous, superior metal body to my current fleshy human one.
1: Uh, Shelly will roll her eyes and be like, uh, I mean, I found all kinds of neat stuff, old world stuff out there. I ain't got no clue what it does, but it's neat.
2: Then perhaps I should have a look and perhaps I can identify them for you.
1: Well, then. Who's driving?
2: Who has the best
1: wheels stat? Because
2: <laughs> it's one she, of my worst. She just
3: she just tosses the keys to Tobias. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I have a D
2: four in wheels.
3: <laughs> no, <it'll> be, <laughs> so do I. Fine.
2: <laughs> are we all bad at
3: driving? <laughs> yes. None of us spected into driving.
1: Selling <laughs> walks. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs>
0: um. So speaking of your vehicle, as you all pile into the the car for this road trip, um, <laughs> what does the vehicle look like? Mm.
2: Yeah, uh, I think, uh, much like everything else, it is uh salvaged together from probably innumerable sources, um, like probably bits of like nautical ship parts and various other scrapped machinery and. Uh, that sort of thing.
1: Shelley has spray painted a unicorn with a cowboy hat on it. <laughs> Good. <it. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of
3: like imagining like the, the like, sort of like chassis or like shape of it is like a Victorian hearse, but... That-
2: Ah, like, nice.
3: <laughs> but with, like, big, like, dune buggy wheels or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, like, the, like, the, like, the, sm- the front wheels are just, like, uh, significantly smaller than the huge-ass back wheels, so the whole thing just tilts forward.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like a Hanna-Barbera Wacky Racer. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking.
3: <laughs>
0: I... I can hear this thing sputter as it rolls over the sands, just barely holding itself together. <laughs> as we make the robot
3: drive. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Well, of course we think the robot can drive. I mean, he has a robot. like he, yeah. knows, he might be friends with this thing. He can we just, can like,
3: plug himself into it.
1: <laughs> Our
2: left blinker's been on for the last two miles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honey, don't you think you need to change the blinker fluid? <laughs> I'm glad Nick laughed at that
0: joke. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings and salutations, listeners. It's Chelsea here to tell you about the new season. In Brass, we're playing Rebels of the Outlaw Waste, written by Michael Addison and Banana Chan, and published by Nerdy Pup Games. If you think the game sounds fun, please check out the Kickstarter for the game. If you love post-apocalyptic games with a gonzo flair, we know you'd love it. We'll have a link to the Kickstarter in our show notes, so please check it out. Let me introduce you to the cast of Brass. First up is a newcomer to Fables Around the Table, Maeve Fox. Maeve is a tabletop veteran, and we're so happy she could join us for our game of revels. If you enjoy her performance here, you can find her streaming with Third Floor Wars, and coming soon, the Fox Tale Games podcast. Also joining us this season is Nick Seva, DM of Tales of the Voidfarer and returning Fables member. Also from Project Derailed is Fiona L.F. Kelly, fable showrunner, and Ravness on Tales of the Voidfarer both nick and fiona are also featured on other project derailed show cape chronicles a Mask's actual play if you enjoy their hijinks here be sure to check out our other project derailed actual plays and i'm chelsea rexinger i'm the voice for this game as well as a fables around the table veteran gming this season and the previous two seasons candlelight and she when i'm not performing or making art for project derailed i'm also co-owner of plot kindling candles a candle company that turns your tabletop characters into personalized scented candles Find us at etsy.com slash shop slash plotkindlingcandles to browse our D&D class candles or start your personal character candle today. Project Derail has not one, not two, but three actual play podcasts you can listen to right now. Tales of the Voidfarer, a Dungeons & Dragons 5E Spelljammer inspired actual play. Cape Chronicles, a masked actual play. And of course, Fables Around the Table, which has nine previous seasons for you to choose from. You can find out more about our projects at projectderail.com. If you like what you've heard today, you can support our Patreon. For pledging, you'll gain access to extended retrospectives and a whole secret podcast to get to know Project Urailed better. If you'd like another way to support us, you can leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Music. That really helps us out. And that's it for our mid-roll. Thank you for listening to Fables Around the Table brass. Let's get back to it. And remember, stay dangerous. (coughs) Um, so... You drive for the better part of the day. This this um, area isn't super far away, um, but it's sort of out of the way in the way that there are some massive cracks in the ground that you have to sort of maneuver and drive around um, that you don't necessarily have to, like, ramp over, like, <laughs> or anything like that. You can get there driving very safely, and I think, in fact, uh, you try to in order to not look suspicious in any way. Um, and as you're approaching, um, this, this building, um, it sort of has the effect of being sort of, um, down, not in a pit, it's like a gradual descension where, um, as you're driving up over it, you'd think there'd be nothing there until you get close enough to it. Um, and as you pull, pull up to the top of the, the hill, um, you can see a not insignificant amount of brass units already surrounding this building.
1: Well, that's new. Wasn't here last time I was here. Yes, it appears that
2: Blackwater Company does, in fact, have a great deal of interest in this location.
1: Well, Wilder, you are more a planner than I am. What you what you think about this situation? Put me um, on, on the spot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. Um, she kind of like, so we're outside of the big thing, right? Okay, um, she looks at it, and she's like, we could try sneaking... How did I become the planner?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am perfectly capable of planning myself, but I feel like I would have needed at least two more weeks of time to formulate a specific plan to then execute the letter perfectly here. Um, given the short notice, um, you may be better.
3: Alright, well, we can do we see any uh, do we see any like brass around? Not out
0: where you are. there's well let me give you some more concrete numbers. Um, guarding the main entrance, which is sort of like this big double doors that have sort of eroded over time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are four units if you want to go like straight through the front. Um, there's also two additional guys that are sort of like, Scouting the other sides of the building for other entrances. Mm -hmm. But they seem distracted with that before actually looking for people who could be like you guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Are there any cracks or like little cave or like things like that um, that I know of around here?
0: Uh, Yeah, totally. There are um, a handful of passages that sort of uh, weave their way through um where the uh the brass are standing Mm -hmm. um there are also a handful that could let you sneak through presumably um and get inside of the building without passing on the upper levels here
1: shelly gives a big grin and she goes we could always go under
3: i'm okay with under
2: an approach unseen seems prudent
1: oh there could be some some, i mean there's always a chance there's a big worm or centipede or you know some other critter roaming we can around.
3: we can handle it it's yeah all right then. just leave it to me if we if we find something like
1: that sure honey
2: i will unquestionably
1: have support uh, how do
3: i want to
2: fuck i never mind i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say something i had a joke lined up and then i could not make the words work <laughs> No, he says, uh, I will, uh, unquestionably trust your confidence.
1: Alright. I'm calling the shot, then. Alright, um, so Shelly will, uh, take a second, sort of, like, look around, get her bearings, and then start moving towards um, whatever cave entrance she knows is close by.
0: Yeah, you actually, uh, backtrack a little bit to one of the, the big cracks in the ground that you saw earlier, um, and just by slipping sort of along the side of it, you can find an entrance.
1: Uh, when they get in there, she kind of blinks a little bit to get her eyes sort of readjusted and then um, pulls out her lantern and uh, that kind of clips to her side and uh, cranks it up, you know, because it's it's, it's crank oriented, cranks it up and it it glows kind of like shimmer like like pulses a little bit it doesn't like stay you know consistent so like it'll get really bright and then it'll dim down and she'll like absent-mindedly crank it back up again and it'll start to to glow again
0: yeah are there any feelings of uh like nervousness now that we're down in these in these tunnels from anyone
3: no nervousness here i'm gonna
2: (laughs) why would anything attack us here
3: yeah, I, I feel like Wilder is. So are we? Are, are we having to crawl, or are we able to just like walk through this?
0: Uh, these are big enough that you can walk.
3: Yeah, she's kind of like uh, she keeps like practice like, like you know, pulling her like pistol and, and stuff like that. Um, she's feeling pretty uh, she's feeling a little cocky about
1: stuff (laughs) and once they get into the tunnel just a little bit like I imagine they come to like a little crisscross and Shelly will go up and like lick the wall and go "Mm -hmm, let's go this way
2: (laughs) I would like you to explain to me the science of what you just did I'm very (laughs) fascinated
1: I mean dirt tastes a certain way if you go one way or another depending on whether you go north or you go south
2: This flies in the face of every bit of knowledge I possess,
1: but I trust you. I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you, you wander through the tunnels, and nothing seems too out of place. It doesn't seem like you're running into any creepy crawlies or anything. But, as you're getting closer to the building, the tunnels start to rumble, and you can see the dirt start to,
1: um displace itself um, Shelly will smell for critters
3: <laughs> uh... <laughs> Roll a smell for critters <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, We're going to use wastes because I feel like that's appropriate because they're waste critters yes, um, I, would,
0: I would agree with that <laughs>
1: Let's see, I do have keen sense of smell. Let's see what that does real quick. Keen smell. Add a D8 to action rolls you make to locate something by smell. So I get another yeah. D8. Um, I don't know that my gear, I just have a lantern and It doesn't help me smell. And I have cute and cowboy gear. I don't really think there's anything in that. I think it's just two D8s. Okay. And I got a seven and a four
0: nice Woo.
1: so she okay. smells the critter
0: <laughs> um she she smells, and would you like to also buy the no blowback or would you like to buy one of the other things?
1: ooh, that's true. I do get another success. um I don't think Shelly doesn't go for the blowback um I think she is going to go for the no more, so you can either the voice can offer a fact or I can ask a yes, no question.
0: Um, I will offer a fact, I suppose. Ooh. Um, and let me work the blowback into that because, Ooh, <laughs> um, so at first you don't feel like you smell anything different. Um, so, but it doesn't feel right to you because obviously with the, the tremors and stuff that makes me something is here. Um, so you take a little bit longer to, you know, smell and see what you can find. Um, and as you do, um, you're so focused on this, you don't notice that the tremors are sort of getting more and more intense. Um, and at the very end of this, you sort of realize that, oh, this isn't just um, like a, a, a sandworm or something moving along. Um, this is one of those like earth tremors that happens pretty often and causes a lot of the cracks out on the out on the surface right. she- um, <laughs> so that can mean one of two things either you know just the earth is gonna shake a little bit or this tunnel might be in danger
1: <laughs> yeah she uh, she goes well I got bad news and worse news bad news is it's a tremor and uh, it's coming this way Good news, or worse news is, uh, you better brace yourselves, because we might be in for some trouble. Oh, you can smell a tremor. Don't question it. Just just go along with it, honey. It'll be better for you. Regardless, hunker <laughs> she, down. Shelly, she, you continue
2: to fascinate.
1: I'm so pleased. Will you get your butt on the ground? <laughs>
3: Shelly is the real hero of this story. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shelly's world. We're just living in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hungering uh, down. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. How do we do what I want to have happen here? <laughs> um. So you make yourself small in order to sort of, like, resist whatever might happen with this tremor. Um. I need you to make a reaction roll. I think that makes sense here. Okay. Um, reaction rolls uh, will act like a uh, action roll where you may choose a skill, gear, um, and whatever that would help you protect yourself in the situation. Uh, so what kind of skills do you think would help you in this situation as you try and protect yourself from what might be a cave-in?
1: I think Shelly will use her big claws to uh, sort of claw out a little, like, cubby hole that maybe is a little more, like, stable than the big uh, tunnel. Like, just enough for all three of us to kind of, like, crouch into.
3: Yeah. Let okay. Let me see.
1: Everybody else can describe what they're doing first while I see exactly what things I need.
3: Um. So I think I'm going to... Uh, I think Wilder's strategy here is using like her um, her like muscles and armor to sort of like, you know, stop herself from being just like buried and uh, keep moving along as everything's like going down. Okay. So that would be like muscle and gear. I feel like, or like, or like not gear, but uh, look, if we can use look.
2: Yeah. Um. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) uh, I'm not equipped well to deal with an earthquake, really, at all. Um, (laughs) But I guess what I'm going to do is I'm kind of, I'm going to basically, because, like, Shelly made, like, the the whole, like, big enough for all of us.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to like hop into that and kind of just take like a really low stance, like basically fire, uh, like, uh, like earthquake drill you would do at school. Um, But being a robot, uh, my joints actually aren't limited by normal human movement. So I can actually get a more like spider, like very low center of gravity stance. Um, And while I'm doing that, I'm also going to, uh, describe. You know, I once read in the book, uh, book titles, uh, Tectonics and How to Survive Them, that in the event of an earthquake, you should place both hands behind your neck to protect any uh, falling, uh, protect from any falling uh, d- debris or the like. Um, and that gives me a plus D4 boost. <laughs> <'Cause I> re- <laughs> uh, with my um, it's in a book ability uh, from my bookworm Calling. Um, that allows Perfect. me to, uh, describe what I read in a book once, uh, to get a <laughs> D4 boost to any roll. Um, as for like my main thing, um, I guess just, I guess moves maybe to, to hop in the, the hole quickly and get into a protected stance. Does that yeah, track? that makes sense to sure. me. Sure. So I'm rolling two D4s and a D6. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going okay. to roll waste, but my diggy claws give me a, two successes automatically if I'm doing something that's burrowing. Perfect. Yeah. And I got a four, so that's three successes. Nice.
2: Um, uh, I actually lied. It's two d6s and a d4. I said it the other way around. <laughs> um, so that's uh, both d6s were threes and the d4 was
3: a two. Uh, yeah, I got two threes <laughs> also. Okay. Um, what was that you said about the hands in the neck? What's going on? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so Shelly, you have three successes. How would you like to buy your, your outcomes?
1: Um, so we're, you know, we, we already have the do it. So that gives me two more. I'm going to do it faster um, because it's a little frantic. Um, uh-huh. and I'm going to do find a secret.
0: Ooh. Okay. Um, so let me let me let me think about this combination of things and how this comes together. <laughs> um so the tunnel does in fact start giving way a little bit. It starts to um start filling itself in. Uh due to Shelly being able to make this sort of um like side pit for you guys to to hide in. Um you do not immediately get just get Destroyed by a wave of sand. Um, for Wilder and Tobias, you do have effects of sudden sand in you. So, like, your lungs hurt. It's a little harder to breathe. Um, you've got sand all up in your wires. So, maybe, like, you can feel um, your connection is not quite as strong. Um, and both Tobias and Wilder, you will take a hazard. Um... So, yeah. Um... Shelly, you managed to be able to keep everybody safe um, in this situation so nobody dies. You can still make your way through, although you'll be uh, crawling a little bit more than you were walking before. Um... And as you, you are digging in, you sort of, like, feel your claw hit against something a little harder than just the sand and dirt. Um... You realize right now you're sort of up against uh, what feels like the same material as the wall of the building. Uh, you can kind of potentially guess this may be some kind of basement connected connected to the facility. Okay.
1: Has everybody else made their rolls?
3: Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you mean?
1: Did you, I'm sorry, did you guys not have rolls for avoiding things? Oh, no, oh, we just failed. Yeah, they, yeah we <laughs> failed. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay. they just okay. did a bad okay. job. Okay. Um,
3: I was like, we'll yeah. we get to it again
1: <laughs> um, Shelly will look over at the weird spider-like um, configuration of Tobias kind of like, make that weird face again, like, oh my god, I'm never going to get used to this, and uh, she'll be like honey, can you move just a little bit so I can clear this out, and starts like clearing out to show the wall Oh, of course
0: Yeah, and Shelly does that with no problem She's okay. able to to get more of the wall revealed.
1: Well, I guess we're here. I don't know how to get in yet, but we're here. Uh,
2: what's the... So we need to get through the wall, basically?
0: Yeah, right now your your two main options are to try and punch through this wall, or however you decide to go through the wall, or to crawl through the rest of the tunnels to get through the known entrance. Uh,
2: what is the wall made out of?
0: Wall material. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it stone or is it um, metal or <laughs> I don't know
0: what her basement's made out of it's, it's probably like, some kind, kind of like brick stone. or stone yeah,
3: okay.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. so you can't
0: expect me to know what things are made out of
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've uh, never seen a wall in
3: my life <laughs> Tobias <laughs> is
2: going to uh, kind of stand back up kind of unfolding himself um Uh, without even, like, skipping a beat. And he cocks his head at the wall. He goes, I could perhaps attempt to cut it, but my implements are more for metal. But perhaps if I cut along the grout of the brick, we might be able to get through. Um, And as he says this, um, like you saw, like his hand split in half and the multi-tool come out, his entire forearm splits in half and out flops a, uh, it, like, flips like a switchblade a... Um, like probably eight inch long serrated blade um, that seems to be attached to like an oscillating mechanism so it's basically like a jigsaw or like a sawzah built into his arm um it's it's they called it a beam cutter in this but since we're going more the steampunk route i figured it's like more of a mechanical saw than that but it is very powerful um and i i kind of look at the others like should i attempt that
1: um to back up real quick uh chelsea um uh-huh. my waste ability has a danger avoided to mark on it so can i mark my danger avoided since i
0: absolutely you awesome. can yay yes.
1: okay sorry nick
2: <laughs> i will take the silence as a yes and i will uh he uh act the the saw activates and just like immediately just this loud buzzing sound and his entire body is vibrating he goes please stand back
1: <laughs>
2: and <laughs> he starts trying to cut through the grout um in the stone uh so
3: while he's doing that wilder like takes her helmet off and just shakes all the sand out of it <laughs> and it's like ugh Let's, then uh, you are
2: a Mandalorian no more. Wait.
3: Sorry. Should <laughs> uh, she, she just say, "Let's uh, try something less sandy next time"? This is. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be finding sand for a long time.
1: <laughs> um, I really hope that nobody's on the other side of that wall, because uh, this is very loud.
2: This
0: this, this saw on rock
2: So um, I assume I have a roll to make
0: Yes you do
2: So my cutter is a d8 Um, I would imagine tools would be the applicable skill That would make sense to me That's a d10 Um, And then um, steampunk Because it's attached to my arm maybe Uh, (laughs) I want you to get through the wall
0: So yeah I'll I'll allow that (laughs) I want the
2: plot to happen (laughs) (laughs) alrighty let's see what we got oh holy fuck Uh, okay so my uh, my d6 was a 3 my d10 was a 1 my d8 Uh was also a 1 as he's cutting as he's cutting he's like there (laughs) appears to be sand in my components that is reducing the efficiency of the cut. (laughs) Can...
1: can... (laughs) Shelly is like... Just, just stand back a minute. It's gonna take a little bit longer, but maybe I can get it started for you, and kind of start using since it's stone. Start like using her claws to sort of cut a groove so that maybe he can get started.
0: Uh huh.
2: <laughs>
0: um. Well, from from the failed roll. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, is is your multi till one of your gears?
2: Yes, um, but I'm okay. using my cutter in the moment, which is a different. And uh, the tool. cutter.
0: Okay. Um, well, I think due to just pounding this knife basically into this rock, uh, it becomes very dull and it's not very useful anymore, unfortunately.
2: So, does that mean it has the busted uh, condition? It does. Okay. Oh.
0: Um, and <laughs> shockingly enough,
2: <laughs> a piece po- goes flying rapidly,
0: off. Rapidly, yeah, rapidly poking the- this wall did not. To barely did anything to try and make it go down. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Tobias will look down at the because uh, I, I feel like the uh, the blade just kind of broke right off, and he looks down <laughs> yeah. at his arm um, that is the tool. And he goes, "Oh bother, I guess I'll have to repair that when we get back to the high downs." And like the arm, like kind of refolds back together into his normal hand.
1: wilder did you bring anything that you know maybe goes boom i can
3: shoot it a bunch
1: (laughs) um if we could make a spark maybe we could take one of your bullets and use the gunpowder as a yeah yeah that's
3: yeah we can do that um she's going to take out uh some gunpowder for one of her uh from her bullets and try to make a little gunpowder pile and then make it go boom
2: um i would like to use my uh, friends you know ability and uh, i think while you're doing this um i uh tobias is just kind of over your shoulder kind of like mansplaining how explosives work and the best places to put it um, and that'll let you roll with my d10 science die and stuff um,
0: and Ooh, let me remind good. you that you may use dice from the ride or die pool from our established pool that we, we talked about beforehand and all of the blowbacks that have been suffered so far this session <laughs> um, oh
1: yeah we need to remember to add those yeah eight.
0: you have up to I think a d12 now to add to your role if you would like wow. to make sure you get through the wall this time. <laughs> okay. So I, I feel have like it.
1: Chelsea really wants us to get <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> it's like all the plot is on the other side of the wall.
3: <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it's oh, just like darn. a d we'll game go home. where we're just <laughs> yeah. staring at the How do we open like it? <laughs> the kids just can't do it. Okay, so I have a D10 from mm-hmm. Nick's science um d6 Mm -hmm. from my gear uh huh. i don't think my look would like necessarily add to this like any more than Um, gear no yeah that makes sense Um, to me yeah all right don't fuck it up all right um so i did get uh we did it six we did it everyone (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> all right, good. I was gonna use my, oh, one of my features, what feature would you we like just to get in? Awesome. <laughs> um, if you roll only one success on a moves roll, you may. Oh, well, well it would only have moves. been my yeah, so oh, okay, so never mind. So that would have to be moves specifically. I was thinking all of them were moves because I think that they're called moves in another game, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all, they're all <laughs> called skills, thing. yeah, yeah, okay. So never mind, would I don't you, do like... that, I still get a success. So oh, yeah. we we make it I, go I, I would have laughed so
2: hard if you're like, actually, I use that one success to <laughs> yeah. buy no Yeah.
3: Well,
0: I I, I guess <laughs> that's the question. Do you want to use it to do the thing, or do you want to not have anything bad happen? Okay. <laughs> do the
3: thing. Make so, it go
0: boom. With,
3: with,
0: with your skill, you're able to set the, the gunpowder ablaze, and it cracks the wall. However, you realize you are in a very tight tunnel. <laughs> And you just set off a bomb. <laughs> so, Good. as everything...
1: I feel like Shelly is in the middle of going, maybe we should move <laughs> about the time it goes off.
3: I, I did not intend Wilder to be, like, not very smart, but I kind of so, like... <laughs> I think what happens is that
0: um, as the bomb goes off, it, it shakes up the the uh the sand and everything again and instead of being able to like look inside or like just have this big open area a tidal wave of sand gets pushed through the new opening in the hall and you guys all sort of just like fall as the sand carries you into the center of this new
3: room (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that Wilder like scrambles to her feet, probably like sliding in the sand a little bit. Pistol drawn, ready to fight whoever's on the other side. And Um, they heard that (laughs) explosion slash (laughs) trying to cut through the wall.
2: Um, Yeah, uh, (laughs) I think uh, Tobias is like stuck in the pile of sand. Sand like one of his legs is sticking out at like a weird angle, and like his head and one arm is sticking out. And he just goes, "Wow, that was brilliant."
1: (laughs) <laughs> Shelly grabs his leg and just lifts him up It worked like a charm, you put it in the exact right place
3: Yeah, apparently if we just got through the wall like that Yeah,
1: you know, Shelly has Tobias by like one leg She's just kind of holding him up and like shaking him out to shake all the sand out of the gears <laughs> Shelly, I appreciate this but I'm perfectly capable oh, Thank you you're welcome honey um
0: so the three of you sort of climb your way out of this this sand typhoon that you just uh entered this room into and you you look around um shelly this isn't a room that you've ever been in before and it looks new and exotic to um both wilder and tobias as well um you can feel another tremor kind of um, come through the area and you see sort of just like how old and how decrepit decrepit this area is as parts of the walls start to like lose the um, like the drywall inside comes down and you can hear the the rumbling of metal objects sort of like dealing with the the vibrations. Um, And as the, the vibrations sort of come in, um, you hear the familiar voice of, uh, the fuck did I name him?
2: (laughs) What a weird name. Yeah,
0: (laughs) the familiar voice (laughs) of, um, Nemo Octavius Winham comes through, um, he says... My my, gentlefolk out there! Will our stalwart outlaws find what the brass is looking for hidden away in this ruin? Will they find themselves trapped here with nothing but their thirst? This is Nemo Octavius Winham signing off for now. But don't worry, rebels out there, we'll break through the cracks of your world soon. Farewell for now. And that's the end of our first session.
3: Ah! Nice. Yay! Oh my God, Shelly's my favorite. <laughs> I love
2: you really so much. Uh, how are these three Blackwater's most <laughs> <gonna be? laughs>
1: Why do you want to be a hero? Yeah, she's gonna sort of, like, uh, drop down out
3: of the sky and try to kick him, like, you know, square in the chest.
0: Look, I don't know what you're fucking trying to do here, but I don't make deals with enemies who put grenades in a box like they're the $5 movie bin.
2: Release, Mr. Terry. Or you all will be the ones that are extinct. I don't know if I can have an honest conversation with Royale as a corgi.
0: You're right. It's fucking not funny.
2: I mean, literally no one would find this funny. b use used the dragon filter. That would make it funny. It's just like man standing emoji.
3: Just T-posing in the corner. <laughs> Who is your contact?
1: Benchmark. Who? Hey, I just need Buzznest for like one minute. And then you guys can go back to whatever you were dealing Check out season two of Cape Chronicles starting Wednesday, October 5th, every first and third Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: File folders contain important information.
1: Didn't know at all the people. That was crazy. Holy fuck, Mike Mitchell. Well, I, I
2: I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies.
1: Justin McElroy, grab your tongue, grab your tongue, and I want you to say, Our "Born tongue. on a pirate ship."
2: Bum bum fit. You
1: were born on a pilot shit and many more. So check it out. But also, if you don't like bare naked ladies, we talk about them. Probably like a third of the time. So uh, yes. That's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it. Back on Twirl, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody.
2: The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. i the one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have?
1: I'm a tiny little guy.
3: Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you.
2: This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating to spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who
3: the fuck? <laughs> What am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew.
2: That is a natural one. (sighs) You sent yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh, okay. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, and I'm jumping into the gravity well.
1: No. A gnome, a halfling, and a half-warp walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Dosh's idiot's laughter.
2: <laughs> Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Oh, my consequences have actions. Wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> Other wait. Way around. wait. ProjectDerail.com